Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How do you play your cards right after an ex comes back? Well, typically what happens is, especially when it comes to women, is that you guys take, there's a process to falling in love and then being in love. And most guys have some success maintaining that for a bit. Mm -hmm. And then it typically goes sideways. And so her interest, so she falls in love, stays in love for a little bit, and then slowly falls out of love. And so once she's fallen out of love, then it's like the same process. It's just part of the courtship, making her feel heard and understood, opening her up, getting her to talk. And what's typically happened in most cases when guys come to me is the girl is already like, that's it, I'm done, friend zone, let's just be friends, there's no chemistry, there's no spark, something's missing, right, Jade? <laughs> Jade had had experience recently. <laughs> which she'll share about tomorrow. But so the guys typically have come to me when all that's happened and the girls like they're stuck in friend zone or maybe they're even blocked in some cases. Mm -hmm. And so you have to let, especially when the girl's like, I want space because a lot of times they've just kept chasing, kept pursuing because that's what guys are taught. You got to pursue, you got to chase. And eventually she'll get wear out and give in and go, let's live happily ever after. Yeah. And that does, that's cute in a movie or a TV show, but in a real life, the girl's like, you become a stalker and then she get a restraining order against you. Mm -hmm. And so what typically happens is you go to a, a period of like no contact where you're just like, Hey, I'm not interested in being friends. If you change your mind, give me a call. Otherwise I need to move on. Right. And you create that space. You move on with your life. You start dating again. You start implementing what's in the book. You start working out. You get back to hanging out with your friends, your family, all those relationships that typically people let go when they're in, especially if they're in a long-term relationship. And then the girl reaches out, says, hey, something like that. You should assume yeah. that she wants to see you and you invite her over to make dinner at your place. And then you hang out, you have fun, you hook up because the man's job in the courtship really is just create an opportunity for sex to happen. Yeah. Not get back together, not lock her down because if, if you, she comes back and you have a, a date and then you're like, I want to be in a relationship again, typically it's... She might even say, ah, she might even yeah. kind of agree to it because mm -hmm. she feels the pressure of the moment. But then a few days later, she bounced. So that's why really it's you want to create the conditions where she feels safe. She feels comfortable to come and go to stay. Just like Tignit Han said, to love in such a way that the person you love feels free. And then you let her come back to you because what's happened is she's unilaterally ended the relationship, mm -hmm. unilaterally decided Strictly something platonic, nothing else romantic can happen. And the guy doesn't want to be there, but guys that don't know any better go along with that. And then yeah. they get stuck there while she goes and hangs out with Chad Thundercock or, or whatever. 
And so what you do is you move on. I just understood what you said. <laughs> I'm like, who? <laughs> Chad. Okay. So that's typically the guy that she dates and hooks yeah. up with. It doesn't really date him. He comes over and, you know, they smash and then he might stay the night. He, you know, he might leave or whatever. But yeah. So the point being is that when she starts reaching back out, you have to let her do 100% of the pursuing because she ended it completely. She stuck you in friend zone. And so most guys are like, how do I get her back? But you should have the mindset of, I'm open to giving her another chance if she does this, this, and this, or she treats me differently. Yeah. And so your mindset should be, especially if you're the guy, that it's she wrecked the relationship. She ended it. She you know, so there's no chemistry, no spark, whatever, stuck in friend zone. So it's up to her to fix it. And therefore, because feminine energy is bonding, connecting, opening up to receive love, dating, relationship labels. When she feels safe and comfortable enough, she'll bring it up. Mm-hmm. And so the guy just focuses on hanging out, having fun and hooking up. Invite her over to make dinner in the evening at your place. Because if another thing girls will try to do is get you to acquiesce being friends by Oh, let's meet for a cup of coffee instead. Let's go to lunch. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's get together with all of our friends this weekend. and We'll do uh, something together in a group or let's meet on neutral ground. Yeah. And so guys that have already been stuck in friend zone don't realize that women are going to try several different ways to get to see if he can will comply with her wish to continue interacting with her platonically. Right. And so that's where guys run into the, you know, they get themselves stuck there is they start agreeing to go out and do things, pick her up, and then nothing ever happens. They may get a peck in the cheek, whereas women know that if they're coming over to make dinner in the evening at his place of their the ex, then obviously sex and romance is on the table. That's a romantic setting. That's not right. like, hey, let's get together and do some yoga and uh, exchange some you know Christmas cookie recipes or, or whatever. It's If she agrees to that, then typically it means sex is on the table as long as you don't talk her out of it and romance is on the table. And so depending on her interest, if she agrees to do that, then she comes over and you hang out, you have fun, you hook up. And maybe she stays the night, maybe she leaves and just say, call me later. Since she pushed she pushed you away to the point oftentimes where guys get blocked or they get ghosted, the girl just stops replying or replies you know, every few days at a time. Yeah, It's got to be her idea to rekindle things. And so as her attraction starts to go back up to play your cards right, if you will, you got to give her the space to to wonder about you, to think about you, to miss you. Maybe even, you know, go out on a few bad dates herself and realize, you know, there's a lot of douchebags out there and my ex is, you know, I haven't heard from him. Mm-hmm. That's weird because he was so adamant about getting back together at first and now it's been like a week or two and I haven't heard anything. And then I heard through the grapevine, he was on a date, he met a girl on Tinder. And then she starts to feel a little fearful because she hasn't met anybody or at least the guy maybe that she thought, potentially was going to be a good replacement turns out he's a douche or he does something stupid or mm-hmm. he's got a drug or alcohol problem or drank too much and did something stupid it turned her off and and so when you created that space and that distance the interest starts to return because you go from chasing and stalking and acting like a friend to almost like it seems like you moved on and the reality is it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear and so when she starts to wonder and she starts to doubt, she starts to miss you, she had a bad experience with another guy, and then, you know, time has passed, that's when she'll, hey, what are you doing? Saw a movie last night, and one of the characters reminded me of you. How you been? Mm-hmm. They're not going to say, hey, let's get, get together, have sex, and, and, you know, we'll get back together. They don't do it like that. Yeah. They just t- typically put themselves into your orbit, 
in hopes that you know what to do, and you create an opportunity for sex tap. And then when she leaves, you say, call me later. Maybe she does the next day. Maybe it's a couple days later. And so, like I talk about in my article, Seven Principles Get an X Back, the video I did many years ago, actually. It's probably 10 years old, at least, I think, at this point. But the principles are the same, is that as long as she comes over three dates in a row, and if you hook up all three times, a hookup means have sex again, then when she calls, you can meet her out and pick her up and kind of start dating her normally. And what you notice as the weeks go by, she feels safe and comfortable. You're hooking up again. She calls you more. She texts you more. And she starts saying things like, I never expected my feelings to go any more than something platonic for you. I don't understand. It's like something's different about you. I can't put my finger on it, but you're not like other guys. They say things like that. Mm-hmm. And then what happens as the weeks go by, it's like the same process in the beginning. She starts calling you more, texting you more, and you go from maybe seeing each other once a week, then it's two to three times a week, and then a month or two later, she's pretty much over at your house just about every night and then practically living with you again. And so they're the ones that do it. They're the ones that kind of run away and end the relationship because women do break it up typically 75% of the time. 75% of the time they file for divorce. And so most of the time, the guys have chased the women away, and so you have to let them come back to you. But they have to find a new, improved, attractive version. Because mm-hmm. most of the guys, what the problem is, is an attraction issue. They're displaying too much unattractive behavior to the point where she loses interest. She has, yeah. She's not turned on romantically at all. And women don't care what a great dude you are or how big your bank account is or how extensive your resume or what a nice guy you are or how many $3,000 purses you bought her. All she cares about is how she feels about you. Mm-hmm. And so this gives her the space for her feelings to return. And then as, as her feelings return, she eventually becomes stuck to you like a sucker fish and she won't leave you alone. How long do you think the guy should wait until he like pops that question again? Pops what question? Like, do you want to get back together? He never should pop that question. Why? Because you guys, when you're ready, you will bring it up. You'll say, so, where's what this going? We? What are we? <laughs> You know, because they went from being broken up. I did a, a video newsletter the other day. Mm-hmm. And so this particular guy, had, I don't think, I don't know if it's been released yet when we're filming. Because I filmed three. It was one of them I filmed yesterday. It was three of them. And so this particular one, this guy, he he knew this girl. They grew up together. Mm-hmm. And so in 2014, um, they were high school sweethearts. You know, they started dating. He dated her for two years in high school. And he said that he did everything wrong. He started acting really needy. He started acting super jealous. And she got tired of it and dumped him and stuck him in friend zone. And so he acquiesced to it. He went along with being stuck in friend zone. And it just went on for two years. So, you know, he's in high school. Two years after he's gotten dumped, after a two-year relationship, he's still stuck in friend zone. Yeah. While she goes out and dates other dudes and he's feeling horrible. And so he started following my work. You know, he says he's been following it for, I guess, since 2016, 2017, something like that. Mm-hmm. When he realized, I guess it was about after a year. And then he finally put his foot down. And he says, no, I'm not interested in friendship. Call me if you change your mind and walked away. But, she, you know, she came at him. At, oh, well, let's just go to lunch. Let's do this. Yeah. And so he acquiesced to her um, ideas of doing platonic things because yeah. he was too scared to lose her. Mm-hmm. And so he got stuck in friend zone because whatever women have to know the way you guys are, that if you push a guy too far, he'll walk and never look back. They won't respect you if they don't know and don't feel that if they're an ass to you or they treat you badly, that you'll be like, that's it. I'm out. Right. This is my line in the, sta- the sand. The, mm-hmm. 
the, the strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it. And so what happens in those cases, is like for this particular guy, it took him a whole year. The first year he was stuck in friend zone, getting nowhere, blue balls, frustrated. Yeah. Second year he's trying to get out of it, but he still didn't have the balls to, mm-hmm. to just put his foot down. And so finally, after about a year, he finally puts his foot down and says, this is it. I'm not doing friendship anymore. Don't call me unless you're interested in potentially sex and romance again. Mm-hmm. Didn't hear from her for nine months. Wow. Nine months. Didn't hear a peep. Yeah. And so at that point, he's like, well, I either get her back or I never speak to her again or yeah. I attract somebody better, which is what I always tell people. Mm-hmm. And so he's applying what's in the book. He's exercising. He's getting better. He's going out on dates. He's meeting new girls, seducing new girls, learning this to see what's in the book that shows up in the real world. Yeah. Plus, he has his own experience with his ex. Mm-hmm. And then nine months later, around the holidays, because she was still pretty tight with his family. Yeah. She's like hanging out, talking to his family. And so she's over, I don't know, at the family member's house. He pulls her aside. He says, hey, are you wanting to kind of date? Or are you just here as a friend? She says, oh, I just want to be friends with you. And he yeah. just said, yeah, I'm not into that. Yeah. And so he walked away and, you know, went on about his business. I think it was like a family Christmas party or something like what that. What is she doing with the family? That's so, weird. So this is how you guys are. It's like little girls going down to the seashore and, oh, let me stick my toe in the Oh, it's really cold. Oh, there's a wave. And yeah. then they run back, back up. That's what she's doing. Mm-hmm. You guys are very sly like that. Mm-hmm. And so, because again, it's a compliance test. She comes back and she hasn't seen him or talked to him in nine months at that point. Yeah. And now he's a different guy. He's cockier. He's got more swagger. He's gotten laid a few times, met some other girls. He knows he has some choices. He starts to recognize his own sexual power and understand how to attract a woman that's already interested instead of turning them off like he did with her. And so she reiterated that, hey, I'm just interested in friendship. And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not into this. And then I think another month went by, and uh, this was like, you know, after the holidays or whatever, and she reached out. She called him, I think he said, and he could tell she was really super nervous. And in this particular case, she suggested that they get together or go out or whatever. Yeah. And so he invited her over. They hung out. They had fun. And they hooked up. (laughs) They hooked up. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. After uh, how, almost a year? So, <laughs> they had been broken up for... They broke, actually it was almost three years at that point since she, because he was stuck in friend zone for two years Mm -hmm. and then for nine months they didn't speak at all. Yeah. So by the, it's like almost three years later. So, you know, when she came back, this is probably, I think 2017, I think is when it was. So they started dating. They dated for four years. Oh. Then they got married. Two years later, he sent me this email success story. And now I think I remember what the, the name it was. It was, uh. From no contact to marriage. So nice. this guy married his high school sweetheart and the girl that he, you know, he knew since he was like elementary school, middle school or whatever. And so it's a cute love story. Yeah. 
And so, but he was really stuck in friend zone. I mean, his this girl had lost all respect and all interest in him just because he had behaved so unattractively. Right. And so, but there was three years, you know, she, she came back and nice. he got her back because he stuck to his guns. He didn't cave. He didn't let her sweet talk him. And, oh, just wait. I want to be friends first. He didn't buy any of the bullshit that women typically try to sell guys because mm-hmm. they're trying to see if you are strong enough to say no and be okay with her never being in your life again. But you'll give her another chance if she's open to romance. And it's like women are turned on by that because deep down they know you're not going to be happy if you stay with them when you want sex and romance and they're sticking you in friend zone. Yeah. A man is going to be like, I love myself enough to I'll find somebody else. Yeah. But a beta male will go along with it and hope that, you know, she'll eventually change your mind once she sees what a good guy is or how much she spends money on her, fixes things around the house, yeah. whatever it happens to be. A man who has choices and options will just go, it'll hurt, but he'll go and date somebody else. Yeah. The beta male will, will put up with it. And so he acted like a beta male for, you know, several years until he grew a set of balls, took his power back, learned my book, applied it, got competent at it. And then when she finally did get in touch nine months later, he was a different guy. He was ready for her. Right. And so they've been together six years now. Nice. Nobody wants a kiss ass, so it's good that he stuck to his ground because that would have never worked out. She would have taken advantage of that really quick. Yep. Caroline knows. She's done that a few times. Mm, yeah, I've been with children, so I'm starting to meet new man people. babies, man man childs, yeah. Man-child. And I'm meeting different guys who are like more. Like a bit older, like two years older kind of thing. And they're a little, they're different for sure. They're very firm on what they want. And I guess that around my age, which is like 26, meeting 28-year-olds, like they know what they want. They're not like the boys that they're just like settling for whatever you give them. It's more like they want an establishment. And even I get scared sometimes where I'm like, okay, I had the whole engagement wanting to be engaged right now or moving with someone right now but reality is I'm not really ready for that right away because I just moved in by myself so I'm like I, I think I like my You're not alone because you don't feel it there's yeah. a process yeah yeah there's a process and right now I'm like kind of loving myself I love my own company right now and I don't want anybody to like interfere with that like once I'm ready to give it that energy to somebody else then I'll give it but definitely it's different having someone who knows what they want and someone that just wants to play around and play games. Yeah, typically, I mean, if you think about it, like me, when I was younger, it's most people are 22, 23, and they graduate college. Yeah. And you figure two, three years of working in the real world, getting some experience, you get your own apartment, you furnish it, you hang pictures on the wall, maybe you get your first new car. Yeah. You know, save a little bit of money up in the bank and, you know, you're 25, 26 years old before you're really kind of on your own and <clears throat> and you're not getting money from your parents or help from your parents or anything like that. You're totally self-reliant. You figure that takes 25 years just to get there. Right. And then you got, by that point, you're, what, two, three years of experience in the real world and before, you know, you're 10, 15 years in most cases before you become really good or you master something because typically it takes a decade to really master something become good at it to where you're just better than most people that are doing what you're doing and so typically for the average guy it's you know mid to late 30s is when they're really starting to peak and 
you know, like me being 53, I'll be 54 in January. And yeah. Like one of my best, you know, best friends, he's my same age as me. And he's like, I feel like I'm just getting started. Right. I've done a lot of things in my life, but it's like, you know, you get more competent as time goes by. Mm-hmm. And as a man, you, you know, women are attracted to that, especially if you're going to be a stay at home mom or have kids or anything. You need to depend on a man who's disciplined and competent, right. not a guy that wants to, you know, cry into his phone on TikTok at how hard life is. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, tough shit. You know, life's hard. Wear a helmet. It's like if you if, if you want a girl to depend on you and rely on you and you got to protect her and you got you got to be able to provide for her and show mm-hmm. that you're disciplined enough to do it through life's up and downs, not just. You know, as soon as something bad happens in life, you're crying in your phone about it. Right. Or going to your friends who are the worst influence ever. Like, that's a huge thing I noticed, too, that a lot of these new guys that I'm meeting, I look around, around, I look at the people they surround themselves with, and they're all elevated. You know, they're all on the same mission. They're all thriving. They're all working, hardworking men compared to people I used to look at before that they were just children, guys who didn't want to get in relationships, who just wanted to party, wanted to hang out, have a good time. And F this girl, F this girl. I'm talking to five different girls at the same time where it's such juvenile mentality compared to a group of guys that they get together to talk business instead of to talk girls. Business and girls. And Business beer. and girls. And beer and sports. <laughs> yeah. And kids. Yeah.